0: Nada. My name is Brianna and this is the Mama Knows Nada podcast. I'm throwing it back a few years. This is my former colleague and friend Alex Vega. Most likely i refer to her as Vega. Um, (laughs) We worked together at North Italia in Southern California Mm -hmm. um, to which she found out quite quickly that she was expecting... Yes. Her little nugget. Um, So we're going to go back to that moment right off the bat, Vega. Thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about what that was like when you found out you were pregnant and you just gotten promoted to a
1: manager in a restaurant. WTF. Okay. So, well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, that was, okay, so (laughs) I was living in uh, Mm -hmm. Southern California opening a restaurant didn't know anyone and mm-hmm. like i said just got promoted to management found out i was pregnant so i came into the restaurant like I, everyone thought i was like hungover you know because i you know 25 years old living in la and you know whatever duh and so people were like um i was like no i feel something weird because we all ate, i remember we had a manager meeting and we all ate salmon mm. and i was like is that sa-? you know salmon was i always ate it it's so good and everyone's like I was like, "Did you get sick? Did you get sick?" They're like, "No, I'm fine." I was like, "That's so weird." Like, I got really sick over the salmon. So one of the chefs, Chef Zach, he made me like this like ginger tea. Mm. Um, turns out that night I was going down to see baby daddy. He lives in Southern California, uh, Orange County at the time. And uh, yeah, I found out. I, was, I just went to get a pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant. And I I literally remember sitting in there, oh watching Parenthood, and they're like, "Well." Because I went, like, a month before. And I assumed that, like, when you peed and uh, they, like, tested you for, Mm -hmm. you know, pregnancy already. I just, like, assumed. I didn't know. Because I was, like, I was already here. I, like, yelled at the person. She's, like, you're positive. I was, like, for what? And I was, like, giving her so much attitude. I was, like, for what? And she was, like, pregnant. I was, like, no, I would know that. I would know I'm pregnant. Like, I was, like, mad at her for, like, like, assuming. (laughs) I was, like, I just was here. And she was, like, well, no, you're pregnant. I was, like, I would know that. Like, I know my own body Turns out. Apparently I don't know my own body. I was uh, four months. Four months into cooking a baby. <laughs> it's not funny. It's Dang. not funny. But it is funny now. It wasn't funny then. I no. remember I remember sitting there and they're like, Yeah, like when was the last period? And I was like, Well, at the time I only got like periods like four I never was on birth control, so like also hello. But um, you know, <laughs> three three three, four months at a time. Oh wow. And so yeah, so it never was like an issue. And then I started managing I want to say October because uh-huh. that's when I went they trained me and then January oh, I want to say 16th is when I found out I was pregnant and you know that's a long time and um mm-hmm. I went in to go to Planned Parenthood. they're like well how long are you and I was like well I don't know what the last period I have no idea I literally have no idea and it, they said it was like 11 weeks I went to go get an ultrasound the lady was like oh no I can't. she literally said oh no i'm not educated enough or like she's not certified enough to like do this far along i was like what do you mean this far along this is before i knew i was four months pregnant and i was like what do you mean so i'm like laying there spread open like <laughs> freaking out crying they took the little wand thing and then they lube it all up because this was a little the one up above i forget what it's called you know how when you get a little sonogram and it's like yeah yeah well no she was just like oh no she like she freaked out so then they had to do the insertion one oh, and geez. they're like yeah so i'm like crying freaking out they said you're at 17 weeks pregnant and i was just like i lost it lost it like i was scared i was crying i was like how could this happen Mm -hmm. i just thought i was getting fat because it was like after christmas you know i was like just christmas chub it happens all the time i eat too many cookies it's fine okay it happens all the time and i'm just like no i used to make fun of those girls i'm like i didn't know i was pregnant i'm gonna poop on a toilet i poop out of (laughs) no i used to make one of those doors. i was like how do you not know and i'm like i'm one of those i was like that's so bad
0: oh so at, at least I had you had found a, out before you were got on the toilet yeah, and shot a baby just, out that's, that's that's a win we're gonna call that, that a win yeah, thank you. no thank disrespect you. to anybody who's done that but no, no, for that's for
1: a win <laughs> for sure no yeah no i just yeah i was just like oh my god and so i i think i went back to work on a wednesday or something and i literally i remember like in a pre-ship i don't know were you there i was in a pre-ship and like announced i was like so i'm going back to irvine yeah 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 i like announced to, like my whole staff because we opened that restaurant together mm-hmm. and i remember like one of the girls crystal she's um who's also mommy now yeah she um she was like i was like mouthing me like what's wrong what's like what's going on you know yeah and then i told her and i just like told everybody i was just like crying and like worried and just like what am i gonna do like i remember mm-hmm. that moment i found out i was like it was like in my little apartment in hawthorne california just like crying i think i was on my phone with my mom like so loud i think like the neighbors were like are you okay like no but yes, like, but no okay. no and it's just like and i knew right then and there i was like i'm gonna be a single mom like crying about it
0: hmm. and
1: because such a, such a, like a stigma that goes around with that i remember hmm. i remember like a friend telling me she was like oh you're now a statistic and i was like oh okay <laughs> thanks thanks Kind. Yeah, right. Like I don't know if things you could have said like in that moment. Like, yeah, like we yeah. feel good. So, yeah, exactly. And I was just was like just crying and I just kinda of felt like numb for a while. And like I cut my lease and I just moved back and I didn't go to I transferred back to the same company to Irvine, but I just mm-hmm. was like they were like, You aren't we don't have any management positions. And I was like, That's fine, I'm like four-ish months pregnant. I'm not gonna manage. I'm right. gonna serve tables just real quick you know because now literally my life changed literally in that moment you know totally like do you know like now i have to prepare for a baby i have now five months to prepare for a baby all by yourself with all the things all the things all Mm -hmm. by myself at the time when i moved back my parents were living in uh, san Clemente, california in a two-bedroom apartment and so i took my like myself and then eventually dom to that house apartment it's like a little box and it's just like how do i i got rid of my bed i got rid of this and i just Mm. i just like left it all there i you know brought my clothes whatever and just kind of i remember just like sitting there like in my parents room just or living room just like "Mm, what do i do now you know he's just like what do you do now what do you do now at the moment there's no like you can read all the books and you can do all that and just like i literally the day before i found out i was pregnant I, i thought we were just. You know, just shopping for clothes. Just got a little too chubby, and I'm just working at my restaurant job. And that's like, I never like my plans were like skirt. <laughs> just kidding. Yes. Literally. Yes. In two seconds, you know. And so, changing your eating, changing, <sighs> changing everything. I don't. I, there's just so much, you know. And then your your, your mind second. is just like racing. Hmm. You're just kind of like, well. And so eventually, I had to tell the dad. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? um he didn't believe me and he didn't want
0: it oh man
1: yeah which is that's tough yeah which is which was really hard for me because also like we've been we were together at the time for well not at the time I mean we'd been together for like five years before then four or five years at the time so it's like we were having like when I started when I met you we were not together Mm. I moved up to also go to the area away from mm-hmm. him, and I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh well, you know, maybe we'll work things out if he realizes what he's lost, and that what all these lies we tell ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, all Dang. these, yeah, all these things, and we're like, okay, there's you know, a topic, conversations. Sign me up for that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, know, you there. So we, yeah, right. And it's just like all these things, and obviously, obviously, it didn't go as what I thought. I remain mm. in my head you know and uh he just he just didn't he just didn't he just wasn't receiving my news like I thought yeah you I mean hope? I, guess I don't really know what I thought at the time now looking back I guess I don't really know what I thought you know like did I think like we're gonna get married when it was already yeah. such a volatile really like abusive relationship before no mm. did I even want that no so it's interesting the things we tell
0: ourselves in the yeah situations we think we yeah, I, I hear you on that. Yeah.
1: Very loud and clear. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And so just all the adjustments and then telling all your friends. And then I remember like, so my birthday is mm. January 25th. And so a couple of people knew. And I remember going to dinner and everyone's like, oh, you know, I was like a party girl. Yeah. And everyone's like, Alex, like, are you drinking? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I went to the server. I was like, hey, can I get a virgin pina colada? But just don't tell anyone, like tell them it's a real pina colada. You know and he starts laughing at me because i also knew him from prior so he just kind of like looked at me like mm? and my friends like what are you doing like after dinner everyone's like let's go out to dinner and party and i'm like that's what i told the rest of my best friends like hey um we're having a baby <laughs> <laughs> so, ready to be an uncle. let's go yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um it was a big deal and then like i think i started i took like a week or two off in order to start the new job just to like mm. don't i don't even know what just to readjust yeah you know and so then i started serving tables and i just was like (laughs) it's
0: like a it's like a a mental adjustment you know i mean there's like a a switch that flips i talk about this Mm -hmm. a lot with my husband i'm like you didn't and never will and this is no you know i'm not trying to slander men but right there's just something that happens when a woman finds out she's pregnant it just triggers mm-hmm. you know and exactly. it's like you 100%. everything about your choices changes exactly. in a moment and you in you can't moment. describe it you can't verbalize it it no. just changes you do things differently you eat differently yes. you yes you know you have to cut out you know 99.9 percent of all the alcohol and right. How are you keeping this thing alive? Like that's not a pressure that a man ever feels. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: So right, it's interesting. Like, yeah, responsibility like comes over you all of a sudden. You're just like, <sighs> yeah, it's so overwhelming. It's just so overwhelming, and I don't think people talk enough about like that moment. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, you don't need to because everything, everyone's. um situation is different. Right. You know, some people plan, some people un- unplanned. Like mine was obviously unexpected. Oh, well, mine was too. Yeah. So it's just, we all find out in a, so, you know, different way. And so it just, it was just this crazy feeling. And like you said, you won't really know until unless you experience yourself. Totally.
0: Yeah. So you ended up, well, tell us about your son. He's okay. five. We so were chatting about it. Tell us a little bit
1: about him. Yes, his name's Dominic. Um... My husband's name. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I know, it's so really? cute. Okay, so his, name's like, so his middle name is Carter, and his last name, he has my last name. David. You know my last name is Carter, right? Carter
0: <laughs> I, I, didn't change, I didn't change my you name change when I got it? married, yeah. No, I didn't change it. My, I didn't take my husband's last name, but yeah, so when you that's named so him like funny. Dominic Carter, I was like, shit, that's my boy. That's so awesome. That <laughs> he doesn't so even awesome. know it
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I just got a flashback to like, seeing your name on Hot Schedules. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry for that trauma. <laughs> I know, right? That's very, for real. That's another, that's another topic. We can talk about that too, but um, mm. yeah, so Dominic, he's so cool. He's so awesome. He's he was five in june just she started no kindergarten mama. uh just started soccer oh, oh. um we just had his so- first soccer game this past saturday he's so cute it's so, so cute. amazing yeah it's so funny um oh my gosh like every day we've, the season got the season got pushed back for soccer so like every day when we first started practicing he's like mama do i have soccer again do i have soccer today i was like no not yet but we can go play like i played when i was younger you know so i'm like Aww. i love it you know so it's super cute but he's so fun he also too he just got um last friday he the teacher emailed us and was like we want to go um we want to surprise your son and we have a character award for him so he got an award for his first award at the assembly they got called up for zest and he's like so and i kind of look it up i was like zest you know what what really do they mean by that And just yeah enthusiastic and you know it's just super into like yes and i just love it and it's just so cute to see like Because he doesn't have like okay, we can also go through this topic like he doesn't his dad's not in the picture. Okay. I always, I always would get worried like is he gonna be you know shy and secure? I mean like Mm. obviously like kids are like that regardless because they're they're young and they're babies you know and um. But I was just so worried like am I doing enough? Is is he gonna get that like confidence? You know or enough to be like you are enough just because you don't have a dad right now? Right. because your family might look a little bit different than like your friend Sammy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and he just he's the only child. So, right. So like we have a lot of kids um, in our neighborhood that they have brothers and sisters, and he's he's the youngest one, and he gets bullied a lot. He gets bullied oh, a lot. Oh God. Yeah, he does. That hurts. That hurts. I, hurt. I had a I had a cuss at a ten year old the other day. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. But kind of. Kinda. I kind of just was like, you know, I'm gonna go get your mom, blah blah blah, because we've been doing it for a couple months, and I was just like, okay, you know, trying to. And I'm not that person to be like, oh, my son's so perfect if he's doing something bad. Right. 100%. Him, hey. don't, be know, like, oh, don't be a jerk. Like, don't be a jerk. Yeah. And so, yeah. But it's,
0: well, but do you know why the, he's like, been getting bullied or like what the situations are? Like, well, so just we are, big like, kids
1: being big kids and assholes? Not being big kids. And I think he's, he's learning these new ways to like play and be social with people. And, um, These are, they're bigger kids and they have a little bit of a sister. So they're used to that like rough house and the names, T, like he doesn't have that. You know, he lives Mm. here. Like I live right currently with my parents. So it's me and my mom, my dad and Dominic. We live in Plano, Texas and live in like a little two bedroom house. And it's like a townhome almost and all of the garages face each other. Super cute family area. You know, there's a park in front and all the little kids are, you know, I mean like five to maybe like 10. And the one thing I do... Have noticed that they they didn't really want to play with him because these people are of a certain like I guess I don't want to, I don't know say it correctly but like ethnicity nationality and they're all Indians and he's not and so they're like you can't play with us. My mom said you can't play with us. And for a five year old to not understand that, it breaks That's my heart. Really funny you say that. yes
0: my husband is British, um, okay. so he's like the whitest of the white, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he was born in Scotland, he's adopted, and um, he is—he uh, was a cricket player, like okay. semi-pro cricket player in the yeah. UK. So when he moved to Dallas uh, for work five years ago, um, he tried to join a cricket league.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And okay. they
0: did not want him to play yeah. because he was the white guy. And they were all of uh, like I don't want I don't know exactly all different ethnicities, but other countries who play cricket who correct, were non white. Uh, and so it's interesting because there is a huge uh, immigrant population and like my a bunch of different minorities outside and around Dallas. It's crazy like how multicultural that area is. And Absolutely. I app- I actually really appreciated that about Me living too. in Dallas. Yes. Um, it was like more than I would have ever imagined in that city. But it, it it is interesting how sometimes those situations arise, right? You know, and your son is is mixed. He's la- la- Latino and black. So, yes. what what a what an interesting thing to feel as a five year old, you know? It's right. a very I, crazy situation.
1: It is, and I and I growing up in southern orange county i experienced that but i didn't experience it till like middle school high school oh wow where they were like you're too you know you're too latina for the um or like you're too mexican for the whites and then i'm too white for the mexican or vice versa or whatever and i, I like, always felt like i like okay what do you mean i'm just alex like i'm just alex. yeah okay, this is me and and i remember one girl in eighth grade wow her mom was like didn't want me to hang out with her daughter anymore because i was mexican and i just was just like what do you mean like me and we have like the, the best time i don't understand what do you mean by that and i guess i really didn't i was sad you know because i was like well, they don't want to hang out with me but then like as you get older you're kind of like wow that was real messed up you know Because like i didn't really especially for like a mom to say that like and it's and it's like here too like the moms are saying it yeah it's you're
0: projecting to... your own yeah. prejudices onto these children who
1: and
0: their children, what the F and, is your problem?
1: And that's what I'm saying. I told Dominic all the time, and I'm like, You are five years old, and you're coming in crying half the time, hanging out with these kids, and you're supposed to be having the time of your yeah. life, hide and seek, playing soccer, and riding scooters, and riding bikes, and not crying all the time because they're making fun of you. And you're because you're not, you, I mean, hmm. I don't know, in whatever culture, whatever they say, you know, and it's just kind of frustrating. It's real frustrating to be honest with you because how do you explain? Because he'll see, like, on SpongeBob the other day. He's like, well, Spongebob was getting picked on, but, you know, I don't understand why, why I still get, they still make fun of me. And, and you can tell that he's like thinking about it because yeah. we fine all day and we'll be driving in the car. And all of a sudden, like, you think, I'll, I'll think in my head, okay, you know, maybe we're over this situation at the moment. And he'll just, nothing has happened before in like a week or two, like no incident. And then you can tell he's still thinking about it. Cause he'll be Like last night, he was like, mama, good people always win. And I was like, they do. I was like, they may, may not feel like that day or the time, but they do. You know, oh. just, and you can tell he's thinking about it. He's really hurt by it, you know, oh, which blah, makes me he sad he's such like a fun, he's so silly. He likes to perform and he likes to, you know, he's a fiber. He likes to, my mom calls it beep bopping around. He's just like dancing yeah. and skipping and he loves to play bikes and he's, he just, you know, so just that really, really bothers me. And, I, and then I worry as a mom, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, because it, it messed me up real bad in high school like why do they want, want to hang out with me like i am well because
0: it's like it's you don't want to slander because this is my take on it mm-hmm. uh you don't want to slander another racial group or ethnicity because no. that's what's happening to you right so right. like with dom i thought oh that's really interesting here we go with like the reverse racism right, in this cricket right. club like they don't want the white guy to play right uh so sure. that's interesting Especially from this you know from a British background, and they conquered the yeah. world and all that kind of stuff um that's true but then how do you explain to a child that even though he's not wanted by this group of people for whatever reasons that really aren't his there's not his fault, it's not even the kid's fault, it's right. these parents being prejudiced.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. How do you explain to him that he's still enough exactly and that's and that's the heart, and that's the only oh. thing what I started doing was. And like you say, you don't want to be like, oh, all this is this and that. You don't want to hang out with them because they feel this way. Because it may just be that parent. Yeah. You know, and their, and their own issues, obviously. But right. that's another thing, too. It's just like, I can't wait to put him, like, in school. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I chose to put him in school instead of virtual learning. Um, I also put mm-hmm. him in soccer. Just to see, like, hey, like, there are other people out there. That, you know, right. maybe just because you don't, you know, get along with these people or you don't mesh well or all the time doesn't mean you won't do that with another person, right? You know, you just got to be, but it's like for you when you. you're five, you're, you're, you're only simply to your own circle. That's why I chose to do all these kind of things. And then also be like, I'm team, I'm soccer. I'm <laughs> signing up for PTA just so I can also be involved in around. but it's also like, so he had these opportunities to go and just meet other people, you know, yeah. and, play and look like, Hey, you know, maybe as you get older, you see, like, it's just not, it wasn't me. You know, it was them or just in that incident or in that moment or that time period. I don't know. So it is we'll it see. is we'll
0: see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. It's, it's all tough. I, yeah. I think you're doing all the right things. I'm not just like mm-hmm. so when I was growing up, um, it wasn't external, but like my mom was really abusive. So I always had this mm-hmm. um like inferiority complex, like I wasn't good enough and yep. nobody could love me kind of thing. But yeah. it's cause it was from like my my homestead like you know that little thing where if your person who birthed you doesn't feel like you don't feel enough to that person like how could you ever be enough to anybody else and i almost feel like if it's like the converse of like what i went through i like all the friends and i get along with everyone i always have blah blah so i almost wonder if The opposite will happen for Dominic, like him knowing that he is enough and his family loves him and finds him beautiful and talented and you're doing all the things to just like give him opportunities. Like he's going to realize sooner or later that it's not, it's not a him thing. It's a them thing. And. That's why I think conversations like these are really important because I don't have that problem. I also live in a very whitewashed neighborhood, and that was one of my things when we moved to Florida. My husband and I I was like, "Oh God, like, where's the diversity? Like, ah, like, help me here. Like, I want my kid to know Latinos and Hispanics, you know, Blacks, African Americans. Like, I want him to know like." In every middle Eastern culture i want him to know and like be respectful like yeah. but how can i teach him to be respectful of these different cultures if he doesn't get to engage with them you know what i absolutely. mean so
1: absolutely
0: so in a way i'm like oh that's so cool that you have that but in another way you forget that not everybody in the world is as open-minded as a right. lot of us try to be you right. know and I, no, that's, that's so a challenge that's a challenge like dom i was just talking before we went on the call and here's here's a news flash for people who are tuning in um who i haven't spoken to privately my um my husband lost his job and so one of the questions he was asked by somebody who's looking to hire him was like do you want to move somewhere you know you could go here you could go there and i yeah. was like you know what like if it's not one of these like four places in the world, I don't want to go. Not because I don't like an adventure, but one right. of them was like the Middle East, and I said, and I was just crazy enough reading these articles about certain countries and, um, uh, and watch again, not trying to slay anybody, but just uh, yeah, just really interesting perspectives on how women are treated even yeah. in these progressive cultures, and right. I'm like, I don't want to go there.
1: No, no. Twenty-five-year-old Bree, all about it. Thirty-five-year-old right, right. Bree, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck Exactly. That. Yeah, hundred so, percent. It's
0: 100%. also like you. It's it's. I think conversations like we're talking about are so important because you know, living in a white neighborhood with a white child, I don't yeah. have these concerns that you yeah. have right now, and I think it's really important for people like me to understand that it's really important for our kids. I'll say my child to yeah. be open and accepting and a child of the world because right. there's certain t- there's certain cultures and again not trying to discriminate to slander anybody anything there are certain cu- cultures in the world who aren't going to be as open-minded no matter right. what you do. So I do think it's incumbent on me to create, to foster a sense of community with all different people, even if they don't want to extend the olive branch to me. That's so thank thank you
1: for sharing that. That's yeah. that breaks my it's, heart for him. Yeah. It's really it's really. <sighs> and I tell him like you said, like you made a good point like I always tell him, you know, I'm like you're so handsome, you're this and that, and we you know, you're awesome in soccer and all these different things. So like have these you know opportunities to just show that he's an awesome kid yeah like he's a, he's such a cool kid and um everyone always follows him like on uh when i post on social media and they're so like oh my cute. gosh your so cute Stinking and this and and he just lo- he loves his mama so much like he's like he's so silly he's just like if i have like a low-cut shirt he's like mama your boobas are showing out <laughs> so, i was like uh okay well i'm trying to find a husband so <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to dad <laughs> so, so- yeah. Why did you move from LA to Dallas? Yeah. Okay. So, I was—I definitely had an aha moment. You know, one of those like mm. aha moments uh, people totally. Talk about, oh, I had one of those. I was 27 years old, in the shower, I just was like, "I'm gonna move." You know, I—I I wanted to go to lived in Texas for a long time. So my dad's from El Paso, oh, and I've okay. and I've been, I visited El Paso like growing up here and there, and then I met my. One of my okay, one of my cousins, she was getting married in San Antonio, and I met my aunt. And she was the one who made me like fall in love with Dallas. And she mm. like this was like ten years ago, oh, maybe like eleven years ago now. I was twenty years old. And I stayed with her for a couple of days, and she showed we went. We drove through everywhere and drove down through Austin to San Antonio for the wedding, mm-hmm. and. Um, she lived in dallas and i remember like going out there 20 like 11 years before i was like who the hell would live out here like there's nothing around there's nothing to do like there's just space everywhere yeah right and then now of course like when did i move here i moved uh, to dallas in 2000 uh october 2017 almost four years ago oh wow I, I literally lived like right where she was like taking me and i was like what is this place um, that's so funny yeah it's just so it's crazy how it works and so i just a, I kind of so like I said, I took Dom home to that two bedroom apartment. I didn't, I slept on the floor, I slept on the couch. Dom slept right here. I tried to breastfeed. Try to breastfeed when like your mom and dad are there. Like, and I had to have like a little nipple shield. Like, those are terrible. First of, yeah. of all, you know? They are terrible. They are that is terrible. so bad. <laughs> I'm like, this is so ridiculous. And I'm just like, Sigh. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't, yeah. Me and Jamal, Jamal is his dad. Um, he came to see Dominic maybe once. No, excuse me, twice. I'm sorry. Twice with his Did you moved? No. Before he moved. The oh, summer. my gosh. Yeah, so then I just, I just, it was very, it was very bad. He wanted to take my son. He was trying to send, like, these girls to come fight me. And I'm like, I am pregnant. I mean, I am, excuse me, not pregnant. I am breastfeeding. Like, I just sat, you just feel like, it, yeah. It just So it just he was wasn't bad. coming to see his son, but he no, was his, trying. No, his, I let him, I let him come, like, I let him try to come see Dom whenever. Um, yeah. He only came when i talked to his mom and i was like his mom um, will come and like my mom will be there his mom will be here and we'll have like a piece so you can see wow dominic. but he never he never was like there for dominic he was just there to like piss me off or does make he matter what
0: does he see him now no does he Not s- at all. does dom see his grandma at all or talk to her no. Mm-mm. oh gosh he doesn't
1: know her so that's another reason why I moved to Dallas. I wanted to get away from a uh, quote-unquote baby daddy. So I, remember, I don't know what call him. Heard. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to live with this anymore. To be-. And another thing, going back to what we just talked about, like, like you said, I'm Latina. Dom, you know, half Latina, half Black. And I was growing up in Southern California in Orange County. And it's very, very... Vulnerable. Yeah. And, it's uh, very whitewashed. So much. And I'm like, dude, I do not want him to grow up there because they're going to be like, oh, like judging him. That's another reason why I named him Dominic. Like, I remember Jamal wanted him to name something like Trayvon. And I was like, this is going to be really, sorry, this is going to be really controversial. This is going to sound messed up. It's the world we live in. People are going to look at a resume and re- judge your name based on a resume and be like, oh, no, I'm not going to. And it's not, I'm not saying it's right It's not saying it's wrong. It's just, I'm just saying it's like the world we live in and people are, people are out there and people are prejudiced people, and racist and people suck. Wanna, Yeah, they just don't. And I'm like, I want to set my son up for the best success that I can. I also love the name Dominic. It's like my favorite. I thought I was gonna have a girl. I thought I was gonna have a girl. I had like 20 girls' names. Found I had a boy. Oh, Dominic. But yeah, that's another time I moved to Dallas. I knew, like you said, it's so much more diverse out here. People say California is. I really do think Dallas is because it's everything's together. The California has different pockets, like across the state. Like, it's awesome, and I love it here because Mm -hmm. I kid you not. So I was born and raised in California. Moved here as 27 year old, almost 28. I fit. I feel like I finally fit in somewhere. Oh wow! Because everyone is so different, and I get to be Alex Vega instead of like whatever box that like people want to put you in back back in California.
0: Damn! I mean, and yeah. I think also too from like a Mexican Latino perspective, there's a hell. I mean, now that Southern California doesn't have a lot of Latinos, They do. They, yeah. they do, but they do. It, it it's almost like. It's different in Dallas, and it's. I people were it like when I, when I moved there. I was people were like, "Oh, Dallas." Oh, I was like, "Actually." Right. I fucking like Dallas I, uh, I like going to like the Bishop's Art District is one of my favorite yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. it, it was, it's like a so cute. and in a way it was like a little gentrified so but it's a black neighborhood <laughs> and you had all these people all kinds of yeah. people yeah. coming in and out of it and there was so much culture and there was so much, so much art and there yeah. was so much good food and that's all I really care about is good food and art yeah. So, <laughs> 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 like, so me to too. me i'm like give me give me all the fun things in these yeah. neighborhoods exactly. and and then i was so people were like i was su- i was surprised at how much i loved living in dallas yeah. it was well, me too different than i expected
1: right. and it was amazing so no, i, think I it, love it i think that's awesome thank you yeah it's 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 real good because like you said or like i said just it's i just feel like i could be myself here mm. and i have a friend that's like I have a, a lot. black friend that she's from New York. I have a white, tall, white, long haired you know, friend. She's a uh, from Boston. And I have this other little, tiny little Latina friend, and she's here in Dallas. And I just have like so many different people that, and we don't, like, we don't judge someone because we're like, yeah. oh, are you poor, or oh, your mom didn't, this is that, or whatever. We're mm-hmm. just like, cool. Like, you're fun. I'm fun. Let's be friends. You know. And then yeah. so everyone like, did you have a hard time kind of making friends? I was like, no. I feel like I. Like i was the first one out of my family to be like all right later california i'm a texan now even though it's not how it works but in my head i'm like i'm texan you know i was so just all about it you know and i had a little glow up i felt like it brought it out of me i just like i just had i had my little glow up i was able to just kind of i lost a lot of weight had more confidence in myself i think people were noticing me a lot more especially too like leaving that abusive relationship and then like mm. people back home i was like oh alex and jamal alex and jamal and they like would look at me and like pity they're like, oh, you had a kid by him. <laughs> and I just wanted a new, it's almost like I wanted a new identity in a way. Like, yeah. Not a new identity, but like a, like a, like a rebirth and like a, like, hey, I could do this. A chance to transform. Yeah. And so, sometimes and I, yeah. you need
0: a new scene for that. A hundred percent.
1: People, places, and things. Gotta
0: change I, home, so. I moved from Baltimore to California at 24 because the shit hit the fan in every capacity of my life. Yeah. Like, uh my group on an abusive household a lot of people don't know that about me my close friends do but not like colleagues and um yeah. even like you know acquaintance friends or even people i hung out with like i mean we work together you never know that about yeah. me no. um and i same kind of thing like my i had a lot of issues with my dad so my dad's my step moms he was married three times blah blah like all the things and then I was like I just need to get out of everybody's reach like just leave me alone because I am suffocating everybody wants all this stuff from me everybody expects me to act a certain way Mm -hmm. when can I just be Brianna when do I get that opportunity yeah Yeah. you know a funny thing when I moved to Dallas I was moving I quit True food. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. going to finally start like writing and like trying to like get a journalism job. And I found out, like, kind of like you, very surprised, like, oh, you're pregnant. Oh, I'm not supposed to be able to get pregnant. This is cool. Um, yeah. And oh. then it did like the same kind of 180. Like, you got to like rethink all this stuff. So it's just now, yeah. four years in almost, be before in um, okay. April, um, that I'm like, okay here's Brianna's like bubble here's my creative yes. thing I can write I'm talking yes. to women it's really important that we share these experiences it's really important that we talk about how fucked up motherhood can be and all the shit we yeah. have to do the bullying right. from people like how do you tell your son not to be judgmental when he's being judged like yeah yeah just after. now like just yeah. now so I can I like I hear it's a different path but like fuck do I hear what you're saying yeah. Oh shit. Loud and, clear. Loud and clear. Oh my god. Yeah. On, and, on, and on that lovely note, um, what do you how has motherhood changed you and what do you
1: appreciate most
0: about your role as a mom?
1: Oh my goodness. What? Kind of like we, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean kinda of like what you're saying, like I'm just now coming into like me obviously mm. like I've been a mom since as yeah. I was pregnant and John was born, right? But I feel like I'm coming into me actually, like the, I call it like the next level of being a mom. Like now that yeah. like my son, I like go to the drop off line and I take my son to school and then like I pick him up and you know pack the lunch and like do the PTA and do the soccer. Oh my god! And you know it's just it's just mm-hmm. so different. It's so it's so cute. Oh my god! I love it. I like I like kind of word vomited on the principal. It's like I've been waiting my whole life to do this. <laughs> like okay, we're <you> now. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, we're cool. You can call me. <laughs> She's like okay, but um, it's just like and like not and but also like that moment when I found out I was pregnant to like now. Yes, that's such like the growth. Even just when I look at myself in the mirror, like I don't even recognize even the woman I was like last year, you know. Heard. And that's another thing that I want to like instill my son. Like I don't talk bad about his dad in front of him. I don't talk about about a lot of things. And and I just good for you. But I take the high Well, no, I just I just yeah because. When you're doing that, you're showing your son, like, or your daughter, whoever, like, that's okay, and that behavior's okay, and instead of, and that's so much energy that you're, like, putting into that instead of to me and cultivating, like, yes. me and, and Dominic, you mm-hmm. know, like. Um, love that. And that's another thing, and I, also, it just, you just, I just love, oh my gosh, I think he was put on this earth, like, through me to, like, show me how to love, for sure. Like, Do my it? heart is just, like, like the, well, you know, like, the grange I- when it grows, like. Is it the Grinch Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh my goodness, you're just like, how do you love someone so much? And then I always... Another thing yeah. i heard, like, you just worry a lot. Yeah. I'm like, why are you worried so much about... But it's like, I'm like, I'm worried about like... I don't know, like, I'm worried more about like, am I doing a good job? You mm. know? Because... I'm, I'm just like... You know, especially like, I love my... Like I said, I love my parents right now, but... Like, my mom was fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom for me and my, and my two brothers. Like, I have to work. You know, I have to... I and mean, it's not like I like take, you know, I can work these days and I send Dom, okay, see you later, see you in three days, and we switch with his dad, which is, I mean, we'll do that, dad. it's fine, just not me, just not what I'm doing right now. So that's definitely changed me a lot. Uh, another thing, too, is I'm sober now. So I am... It's a big thing. Yeah. I just, I was... When I moved here, I was super insecure, and then I got a little glow up, and then I was like, okay cool and I got all this new attention and like after just having it because obviously I wasn't going out when I was having a kid I was, yeah no you know I didn't even see the sun for like a month um I think I showered I don't know and uh know, so, and then like <laughs> of course you're like yeah like mm. and uh and now it's like, like oh Alex who are you and then I just they didn't know me as like I told you, Alton Jamal, they didn't yeah. know me. So I was like, okay, so how this new? so I got a little carried away with like that lime, that limelight or that spotlight because mm. I was bartending and it was like a super um, popular area and people were like, already oh, knew me and my brother. Like, oh, you know the Vegas and this is nice and people started coming to us and wanted to take my dad. I got this new attention to make me feel good but right. it's like all those like temporary, I call them temporary highs. Like these are all temporary highs. It's not really totally. when my son's at home, you know, like obviously he was, it was with my mom. I wasn't like not being responsible, I guess, but it's like, it's like, okay, I was like, let me go out with my friend. Hey, can I go out here? And it's just like, no, I should just, that's the one thing I do regret is like not staying home a little bit more when he was maybe like two. Oh yeah, I was super, super home. I was home a lot. And then I started working a bunch and I, I thought in my head, I was like, oh, he's two, you he won't remember it. But it's like, no, I remember I wasn't working when he like had his first steps, you know, and just stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's not, maybe he won't remember it, but it's like, I won't remember that part of him i just now i just yeah look at pictures and it's just like no that's not cool and um just because i was like being selfish at the time and so i this past march i just was like okay i had an active desperation i just was like yeah i need to get some help and um i went through this uh like outpatient program yeah and um it was really really good it was really good because it also I mean, I'm still sober, you know, and um, awesome. it's just, I went through a lot of, like, trauma. It went through a lot of, like, family trauma healing, like, exercises. Which, Interesting. Which was real, real huge. And I'm just like, wait a second. You want me to talk about that? I've been hiding that for 15 years. So I was, How so do you scared. know? How do you know that's, that's insane. there? How do you know it's there? Well, all these different, it's like they, like, weekly, and it was a four month, what, I started, I started for, first of April, and it's graduated maybe, like, a month ago. And, uh, all these different like homework assignments that you did, and it was like all these questions they asked you, and I'm like, I don't even know how to answer these. Like, what? <laughs> Why are you attacking me? You know, dig deep. You gotta dig yeah. deep. Oh my god, it was so hard, <laughs> and it was like, really mentally like exhausting because you're just like, okay, I pushed all this away with like alcohol or just whatever, and now I have to I have to face it. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. You know, yep. um, but I did it, and I feel so much better, and I feel. But it also helped me with like Dominic because I'm like, okay, a lot of the the guys in there, especially, they had a lot of mommy issues because their mom wasn't there because mm. a, their mom was chasing a guy after guy after guy after guy, or the mom was chasing
0: seeking something that they could externally that they right. only needed internal
1: validation for, which which they sh- this you know and he yeah. say you know their little boy is like wait, and I'm like shoot that's, you know, Dom already doesn't is not a relationship with his dad you know and that's more pressure on you yeah that's tough so and that's another damn thing, that's another reason how mother has changed you just because like you just you just think of all the different things you're like that that don't matter anymore when you have a kid <sighs> that you thought mattered and you're like that was silly <laughs> that was silly that doesn't matter right you know all these different no. things and it's so cool and I just I remember going back to California. Um, I visited California in April with my brother and mm. because we wanted to eat food, like I said, we, and, uh, we missed the food. And my friend was like, oh, you came to see us? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And um, love my friends. Don't get me wrong. I love my friends in California. I love them they've been there through me uh, with a lot, you know, but some of them, they don't have kids. And mm. I hate this is another thing, too. I want to talk about like the stigma of being like a single mom or having a kid yeah people are like oh i'd rather have a cat i'm like okay that's fine to you know do you you know but don't mm-hmm. shame me for having a kid and having a single mom being a single mom because this is the greatest thing they ever having to me okay and now i don't go home every night and drink and do, have, i have things to look i look forward to like another yeah. thing about me getting sober like i was telling people i'm like i look forward to getting up early and taking my son to school and go like going to the gym like that's what's fun for me everyone's like oh people that don't understand sobriety they'll be like or even motherhood or both, you don't wanna like have a glass of wine at night to calm down? I'm like, no, I don't. Mm. Cause I know I have things to do tomorrow. I yeah. can't just, I can't just have a glass of wine and be productive in the morning. Have a glass of wine and then I'm like, ooh, it's party. And then where am I at? You know, then, the then
0: a, two bottles later, you're like, oh, yeah.
1: hangover from hell. Heard exactly. that, heard yeah. that. And so this, this is now like, I remember when I was like super hungover or just like, oh, I wish I had this life and I would see people. You know it's like six in the morning or something and you would see people like running and jogging and you're like oh, that person has their life together i want to be that you know i mean you know quote unquote but, yeah. obviously maybe they don't but in that position i'm like the perception is that they have Correct. their life together yes and yes, i always yes. wanted to be that person and so that's why i became sober too just because i'm like now i have i have i get to look forward to these like boring mundane things that people are like oh i don't want to have a kid i gotta get up every day no, I get to get up every day. I mm-hmm. get to see my son go to school and, like, those cute me- memories. And when we're driving away, he's just waving. We wave till like, we can't see each other anymore. Like, I get to do that. Like, I'm lucky to do that, you know? And that's how my, that's how this has also changed the way I think because it. I'm, I'm just blessed and lucky to be able to have this opportunity. And it's that's it. bottom line what it is.
0: It's definitely like a thought intervention. You know, like there's a yes. podcast. So I got to look it up and I'll show, send it to you after the break. Really? But um, oh, yeah, it's that. so good. Um, and this guy, I don't remember his name, but they play it on with chiropractors all the time. And he is, uh, God, I don't even know what his expertise is, but he's basically the kind of guy who will say like problems don't exist. Right and wrong okay. doesn't exist. Okay. It, it's like your, you know, addiction doesn't exist. It's your manifestation of certain situations that yeah. you're projecting all these things onto, and you're yeah, wow. essentially telling yourself, you're not good enough, you can't handle this, nice. or you need advice to like yep. get through something, and you hear that and you're like,
1: oh fuck. Like that has a lot of weight. Like, <laughs> stop talking to me. Know, <laughs> like, <laughs> <where you going? laughs> um,
0: because it's funny you talk about like the alcohol thing too, like my alcohol consumption has definitely picked up during this like pandemic you know oh yeah oh my goodness
1: and yeah. i've definitely oh, God, woken up
0: yes many times been like did i really need that fourth glass of wine Did i need to finish that bottle and open right. a second one because i feel like shit?" and part of my punishment slash is like you don't get to lie in bed and do nothing you gotta go to the gym. You, you gotta to sweat up. it out. You gotta get, like, three things on your to-do list because you were an asshole. Mm-hmm. And that, you need, like, mm-hmm. teach yourself not to be a dick. Like, you know better. Right. Why, why you are you better. doing that? So, right. your son is gonna wake up at 6.30 at the latest every day. What the fuck is wrong with you, Brianna? Yeah, you know better. What is your problem? No, there's no pity
1: party here. <laughs> <myself. There's> no <laughs> pity party. It's, right. I did this to myself. I should know better. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, uh... uh yeah, but it's I think been a huge transition, so, but, and not a huge transition, but, like, for the, for the po- more positive, for the better. Like, I love it. People, people be like, do you, are you going to ever drink again? I'm like, that's kind of a weird question to ask someone when they're trying to get sober. But, they do. Yeah. because I still bartend. I'm a sober bartender. Hey, I
0: know, I know, but I know a bunch of the, I know yeah. a bunch of people who are sober bartenders. But I think it's admirable for you to like try something different, you know. You. I know people who have like stepped out of drinking alcohol or whatever, and they go back to it with a, with a more responsible mindset. And I know people who you know are in AA and you know are mentors and leaders in those organizations who can never touch it again. Yeah, uh, it's also interesting how they become very um, tuned into like cigarettes and coffee, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, c'est la vie. But I also think that just having an awareness of what you can control and what you can't control and how mm-hmm. you can be your most authentic self is yes. really important and sometimes you need to like stepping away from California is no different than stepping away from alcohol for you. Maybe sure. you'll drink wine again, maybe. Right. Maybe you'll have a beer again, sure. Right. Maybe it'll be that micheladas are your thing, who knows. Um, right. <laughs> right, just to throw the Latina card yeah, in there, sorry. I had
1: to, I had to, me too, I didn't yeah.
0: love I loved them <laughs> until, oh gosh, uh, but I think that just giving yourself a
1: break yeah
0: you are i in my in my perspective and in my opinion it's hard to be mom and dad that's really hard to be mom and dad you know you got to worry about so much more stuff than like i do when i see my son with his father like and that's a load so to give yourself the space to like navigate all the other things you need to navigate i'm like applaud i'm i'm applauding you and i think that's Thank incredible you. that you just took that time for yourself like holy shit, that's like a lesson we all probably need to learn for Thank real ah, not that you need my validation No, you're perfectly fine lot. on it your own a
1: lot. it means a lot because like you said um like i'm doing all these things all these different things and some people are like wow like that is crazy that you haven't thought to do that because a lot of people don't do that exactly And in my head, I'm like, I kind of had no choice. Like, it was getting, like, I was getting too out of control. But not necessarily Mm. just drinking all the time, but just the things that weren't, if I want to go this way in my career and path and motherhood and I'm doing this, these aren't aligning. Yeah. And I'm not like, I've been bartending I'm 31. I'm going to be 32 in January. Not saying that's old. I'm just saying, like, I've been doing the same thing over and over and over again for, like, 12, 15 years. Something's got to change. And something drastic has to change. Not like I'm not going to do dairy this week. You know, like something big got to change. You know what I mean? Like, what did you do? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna do keto for a little bit. Like, no, wow. you really got to like change and do a huge look yourself at one eighty. Be like, okay, if I want to go here, I got to cut some things out. Who care? And like, just be unapologetic yourself because that's it. Like, I got mean, it. And I lost some friends, friends, and I came some mm. new ones. And it is and it is what it is. It could be scary for a lot of people. They think they can't do it, and I'm like, if I, if you guys know, I could do it. You could definitely do it. but I, well, I, I think just that awareness is
0: half the battle. Some people don't like they know they need to change, but they don't even know where to start.
1: Correct. So they that's just true.
0: keep doing the same thing because it's all they know, and it's it's the you know the comfort know. of yeah. the known is right. more welcoming and warm than than that uncomfortable unknown. You know. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's good. That's good shit there, Alex. Um, Thank you. I'm gonna all get fun. into what I like to call the nada. Um, yeah. Uh, what is the most useless information or recommendation you received while pregnant?
1: Well, my boss told me I'd have an abortion because I would not my management career. There's that. Yeah, sorry, I opened that can of worms. But, fuck! Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, um, no, but, like, I have to live Personal with that. choice not you. Yeah, it's right. personal choice, regardless of whoever does it, whatever. It's a personal choice but someone to tell you that someone to tell you that and like for management restaurant management career i'm good um if i'm being honest with you i'm good um another thing too i just think like all these different like like i had i took a birthing class mm-hmm. i mean like i said whatever yeah. you guys want to take a birthing class you think that's what you need to do that's fine for me i had so my labor was i planned for a, I i planned for a diagonal yeah um I ended up having an emergency c-section like 36 hours later oh shit! yeah so and then like that and I just it was terrible <laughs> it was so bad and just like I was so happy to not be pregnant anymore I don't know I just I was like thank god I think <laughs> that was like the first thing I said when like laying there have like so just hyped up on like Pitocin Epidural and then whatever anesthesia, anesthesia yeah. whatever they give you and then like I'm like, I'm not pregnant anymore, like, trying not to throw up, like, having a weird reaction. I was like, ah, like, it was not cute. It was not cute at all. Labor is not cute no. at all in any way, shape, or form. No, no. absolutely no. not. You know, people are like, oh, I bought my baby in, like, six minutes. Cute. Good for you. I'm very jealous. I'm very happy for you because you don't have to deal with, like, anything. Like, oh, man, it was so bad. And then, you know, they're like, do you want to hold your baby? I was like, no, get him away from me. Like, I just couldn't even move. Bottom like here, and I just like, I'm not, I'm gonna throw up. Like, it was just so bad, dude. Like, you know, that moment, <laughs> like, oh, you're getting it, the first time you do like, like the little chest, yeah, you know. I'm like, nah, dude, absolutely not. Leave me alone. I do not want anyone to talk to me. I was in the bed, I just didn't feel good. I was freaking out. <laughs> it was not cute. It was not what people talk about. People need to talk. That's the one thing I tell my friends all the time. I'm like, people need to talk about like that side of like, you know, birth or motherhood or labor or whatever. Like, people don't really i feel like i don't know if we're scared to tell other people it's gonna suck you know (laughs) it's really gonna suck just be prepared (laughs) for all the things like i prepared for a vaginal birth had a c-section that that recovery is fun it was not fun i mean my other friend you know you know jessica Mm -hmm. you remember jessica she had the twin girls yeah you had one and she i think she went in and was like fine and i just was like oh but hers was scheduled but everyone obviously everyone's body's different yeah that's true she has her own story to tell but um i was just i was just terrible and then um my foot grew a size i mean i was a size nine I was a size, was a size like seven so eight forever and i'm like dude no one tells me this and it's, it's so mad. but like also I'm like cool i get to buy new shoes <laughs> <laughs> but like no one tells me that and i have size nine feet which is and they still have they're like oh no shrink no they never did and well, you know that's what? crazy this, like this uh this like fat roll not a fat roll, but, like the skin roll yeah it's still here in all its glory still here <laughs> it's so you know and it's like oh i don't want to like t- like for me people are like oh you have a c-section scar i'm like i have my belly looks like a tiger just like went to town on it with like stretch marks dude and just like the rolls the rolls are just like hanging i, I remember my little gown i'm like what is that? Like still just like kind of like coming down of all whatever drugs, just like crying. I'm like, oh, I like smell bad. No, okay, what it's not. This? It wasn't. Yeah, I was so, so sad. And I think I like was like farting because uncontrollably and just yeah, like crying. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's just like, no. You're like, can I come and see your baby? I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't know. Just don't, don't talk do to me. Do, do it. Don't talk yeah. to yeah. me. Go <laughs> away. Just go away. I can't sleep. And then they try to breastfeed with the nipple shield on it, and it just that was hard. I'm just crying. You're just crying all the time. <laughs> when I was coming home, I came home from the hospital, crying all the time. I think I I think I would like to have been more prepared for that moment, but that's okay. So what what, would,
0: like, what, do you wish you would have known about being a mom?
1: Oh man, just, it's not it's not like, you know, it's it's, you're gonna be okay. You know what I mean? Like mm. you're gonna be okay because I feel like I didn't think I was gonna be okay. And because people always ask, like, how do you know how to mm. do this? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm like, yeah, there's books out there you can read. And, you know, there's stuff like that. But, like, I am just doing best with the cards I've been dealt. I say that mm. all the whole time. And um, that I'm going to be okay. He's like, look. And it may be, like, you may feel like, oh, my gosh, like, my kid's not going to sleep. And he's like, I'll never recover. But, like, I'm going to die from exhaustion or whatever. And because mm. you feel like that sometimes. Oh, yeah, That's okay. Totally. It's okay to feel like that. And don't be shamed if you are tired you know people expect us to be you know superhero moms and sometimes it's like not okay it's sometimes you just need to cry all the time or just look i just remember like laying there like looking at my baby and like with like so much love but you're just like oh my god this is real like especially when you first take home your son yeah whatever you're just kind of like i gotta do this for the rest of my life i'm confused (laughs) you know you're like whoa
0: it's weird it's weird that i'm gonna just piggyback on that for a second like i remember people saying like you're gonna feel this like crazy like euphoria and love and i didn't feel that right away i felt an intense sense of protection yeah but i didn't feel this all-encompassing like oh i have so much reverence for this Bean. it was more yeah. like, you get in my way, I will fucking slice you kind of thing. Oh, no,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so that was my experience. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, sure, yeah. that's, funny. that's funny. No, it's, yeah, I didn't have it either. I was just, I really had um, real bad, like, postpartum. But I don't think mm. it was because I was rejecting Dominic. It took me a while to, I don't, because I, I didn't think I could really, like, show, I'm not really, like, affectionate. So I don't um. think it took time to do that and um so that would make me worried i was just like oh my god i mean now oh my goodness you know so affectionate but like with my son still just with him and um that took me a really long time to kind of get over um
0: and i get that like
1: yeah i just it just was like okay am i supposed to be like how you know you picture like everyone pictures like they always picture, like, the family and the mom just like this and the dad like this. It's so precious and perfect. and Like like you said, like you think, the perception, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not like that. And yeah. it's okay if it's not like that. You know, it's really going to be okay. And it's super awesome that um you're this person's mama because it's so awesome. It's so, so cute. Like, it's just, and it's just, like, all the things that, like, your baby does. And, like, even as, like, he's younger and all, you're like, where do you learn how to say that? How do you do that? It's just so silly. Yeah, you know, little fun things that they see on. Oh, I saw it on YouTube, or I saw it on this, and it's just like it's. What? It's, it's like so what? Fun. Where'd you get that from? Yeah, and where'd you get that from? Yeah,
0: for real, it's funny yeah. what they pick up on for sure. Well,
1: and another thing too, like so, I just planned this girl's baby shower from work, and it was it was a oh dear, a little buck is here. She's like, I guess she's really into hunting, and I'm so glad I picked that theme, and I was like, perfect, and it was just super cute because, you know, she we were talking to other people like, what should I get her? What well, should do this? And I was like, honestly, like, you don't need to worry about like. You know the nursery or this. Like yeah. if you if you were able to take your baby home to that, that's awesome. Like you're so lucky for you. Um, but if you aren't, like it's okay. Like I didn't have a nursery. Like you don't get yeah. stressed over those things like that. Like maybe get them. Um, people, sh- what I know what I should have known would be like medicine or you know little things that you don't think yes. about at the time. Because all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, I don't have what am I supposed to get baby medicine? Your baby's coughing and crying and freaking out. and Now you got to run to the to Walmart yeah. and it- what if it's two in the morning? Like. You know that's another thing where i'm like okay all these practical things that you don't think about people get like so many clothes like cool yeah. I, all the clothes that i got from baby shower if it wasn't hand-me-down and new ones i he probably didn't finish in by the time i got to it you know yeah also so tired of like okay here's your you're in a onesie forever you know so it's totally just all these different things you're like okay practicality versus what you see on pinterest i think
0: that's Instagram. a good thing that's a really good note too like Get the Tylenol and like the baby ibuprofen stuff yeah. suffer that first fever. You know, nobody it's got that fever. for me. You yeah, yeah,
1: you, yeah. yeah had no you gotta idea. be prepared. Gotta or be the prepared. gas? They have gas and the little, you know, little drops, little gripe water, yeah. or whatever. Totally. All these different things. That you don't think about you're like, oh duh, because in the time, obviously you're tired, you're exhausted, you're freaking yeah. out. I remember I drove. I drove all it with my dad like five in the morning to the hospital. Turns out he just like needed a fart or something. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I can't, my baby can't go to sleep. So, because you're just, just exhausted. He you're just freaking out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Uh, <laughs> I got to cut us off, but no, you're good. thank you, you're good. Vega, for being here. Uh, I loved all your realness and thank all you. your insight. This was so fun. That is awesome. I'm the mom who knows nada. My name is Brianna. This is the Mama Knows Not a podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to find out all the things you didn't know you needed to know.